Welcome to the Digital Technopreneur Podcast, a place where entrepreneurs find their starts into building a business in a digital and technologically driven world. I have spent the past decade building a management consulting firm and learning from some of the most brilliant individuals around the world. This podcast will guide you through the early stages of your entrepreneurial journey from the lens of each entrepreneur guest we have on the show. My name is Patrick Olawa, and I am joined with my co-host, Andy Yo, and welcome to the Digital Technopreneur Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about, you know, different aspects of raising capitals for businesses and things like that. And that is his, that's an area where his specialty is. But before we dive into that, um, our guest is our co-host, Mr. Andy Yo. Welcome, welcome. Hello, hello. What's up, people? Uh, it's, it's great to be part of the show. Uh, first time, long time. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, it's exciting. <laughs> I get to, you know, we get to go over, you know, my, my, uh, you know, my journey. You know, I don't, I want to, I don't ever call them, you know, pluses, minuses or failures or anything like that. It's just a journey. And honestly, um, no, I honestly feel like I'm a, I'm a true entrepreneur because, you know, when it comes to entrepreneurship, it's a lot of failures and a lot of, close calls and highs and lows. So I'm, I'm glad to be able to tell my story. I want you guys to get to know where I'm coming from when I'm talking about stuff. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm not sure where I'm going to go with this, but I'm excited to uh, to share you know my journey. Hopefully it helps and can touch your hearts and minds. And you guys can pick up a couple of things. And, and that's, that's where that's, so let's, let's, let's get started in that. Let's get started with that con- uh, conversation there. Let's go backwards. As, as always with every guest on the show, we want to take this back to the beginning. You know, what, what was your upbringing like? Um, so my, my, dad's in a, my dad's in corrections. My mom's a banker. Uh, and my dad, um, I don't know, you guys don't know a lot about corrections. It's a lot of overtime. Uh, he had a pretty prominent uh, position. He was pretty high. He was like a captain. Um, I think when he left, so it was up there, but it, it was a lot of work. Um, and, you know, we were, you know, a lot of overtime. It was, it was great. We, we never, we never had anything. Uh, I mean, he always had everything we needed. Uh, we weren't hurting for everything, but my dad did put us in a, a prominent um, high school and in, um, in San Diego. Uh, and it was not cheap. Uh, we were definitely on financial aid, but I mean, it was, it was a school for affluent people. Uh, my brother, um, you know, my brother's is, is uh, I call it my brother's traditionally smart. I'm like, you know, I'm one of those out of the box thinkers. You know, we both have our strengths and all that good stuff. But um, no, my brother, he skipped a grade. Um, you know, he's now a, uh, he now works for one of the bigger, um, uh, it's called uh, um, diabetes companies, diabetes medical companies designing uh, some of their tools that they use. So it's, you know, he's, He's quite up there, so they wanted to make sure that his education was pretty uh, prominent. That's why you know uh, I probably went to that affluent school to make sure because um, he was told at a young age, "Hey, like you need something that keeps up with him." And um, you know, for that, my dad being the caretaker that he is, and I think that's where I get it from. Uh, my mom was constantly, you know, she worked too. She worked, uh, you know, doing banking. She was at credit unions most of her life, and um, they, you know, they made sure we were fine. Um, both very loving people. I didn't get to see my dad all the time because of the overtime, but, um, you know, in the back of my head, I always want to make sure I can reciprocate to my parents, you know, uh, you know, while they're still, you know, 
fairly younger. <laughs> so in the back of my head, I knew I had to do something uh, that could uh, fall in line with that, that I can make sure they were taken care of in a way that I would feel comfortable saying, you know, thank you. So that's a big part of me too. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, so it's just the two of you guys, then it sounds like just yourself and you. So all of a sudden I am a sophomore in high school and now I have a baby sister who is now 19. So she's a bottle of joy. I love that. She's an adult now, so we can like hang out now. And, uh, you know, she's, um, they live in North San Diego County. I'm in, um, you know, basically, you know, middle San Diego. So it's fun. She can always stop by when, you know, I get to show her tools and just kind of, give her the stuff that, you know, I wish I had to, I know my, you know, my, my dad's a little, he's a bit conservative when it comes to, you know, he's very old school and I respect that. Um, my mom's a little more open, but you know, they, it's, you know, it, there's just certain things that would have been, you know, a little more awkward to talk about than, than not. Um, so, you know, me, my brother and sister, you know, we're, we're, you know, I say we're, we're very balanced, you know, we, we're, you know, we're, um, we have our conservative, you know, beliefs and things like that, but we're very, you know, we're, we're understanding of people's needs. And, you know, I, you know, I'm always about, Hey, you know, I am Christian, I'm very Christian. Um, and I believe in, Hey, do on others as they want to do on you and just respecting, you know, people's journey. And that's why I understand, you know, the entrepreneur journey. I don't, I don't ever try to judge, you know, where you've been through, where you're coming through. Just give me, give me your effort. Let's make something work. You know, being that I went to a predominantly, you know, it was affluent high school. There wasn't a lot of people like me. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, me, I you know, I went to school. What was my life, by the way? Like, like you know, it was a you know, in an affluent affluent school. What was that like? Culture shock. Um, you know, and I always compared to the Fresh Prince, but I, you know, because it kind of was like I, I didn't understand the concept of money before I went there. Like, I didn't know a Mercedes was a nice car yet. Mm-hmm. You know, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't understand their way of living. I'm not, I'm not saying their way, but like, I'll put it this to you this way. You know, I went there in seventh grade, you know, it's, it's a little more North than I'm used to. Cause I was more from, uh, you know, a little more Southern, uh, San Diego and they were, and, you know, affluent, uh, La Jolla, if you guys know that area. Mm-hmm. And, um, so, you know, it's a lot of, you know, skater shoes, bands and, you know, Osiris shoes I've never heard of. And I'm just like, you know, uh, and they got all the, you know, they got cell phones and credit cards and, you know, their lives were, were pretty taken care of for the most part. And, you know, I would, you know, ask my dad for, uh, you know, like, you know, some, some stupid CD and, and he'd give me the, you got CD money. And I'd be like, no, I don't. <laughs> I was like, good talk, <laughs> you know, and just, you know, dealing with kids who would after school be like, Hey, let's go grab pizza. I don't got pizza money. <laughs> like, what are we doing right now? Yeah. <laughs> so it was just like, it was like, I didn't, you know, I got asked like, what's, what's my housekeeper's name? I'm like, kind of how I'm the housekeeper. you know. So it was, it was a culture shock. Seventh grade, honestly, was a, such an adjustment for me that I just, I was always, I try to figure out, you know, I, cause like, you know, you want to fit in, mm-hmm. but like, they're like, you know, who they were kind of wasn't me. So it was, it was very difficult and I didn't understand, you know, what to do. Because um, it wasn't until um, ninth grade when, you know, there's a couple more people like me and those are some of my best friends I still have to this day that I was like, okay, like, I'm not completely out of the water. You're like, I, my, like, my voice does translate to people and, you know, it's, 
you know, they got who I was and I got who they were. And it was like, okay, I can kind of relax. I can kind of be myself. And like I said, those are still some of uh, my best friends to this day, which has been a, a blessing, but it was, you know, it, I did have my lumps there and I did, you know, I'm grateful for the education because honestly college wasn't that hard for me from going to the high school because high school is really hard. Um, yeah. But, you know, socially, without those friends, I don't know where I would have been. But how did we go from that controlled direction to, you know, where we are today, being an entrepreneur? How did we transition into that? Um, so college happened and I, I happened to graduate college at a very... <laughs> Awesome, amazing year of uh, 2008-2009-ish, <laughs> when the whole world shut down. So, yeah, yay me, right? I'm done with college. I got this psych degree. I'm like, all right, let's start our, you know, let's start our lives. And, you know, life was like, no, this isn't the time. And I'm like, all right. And, you know, I'm applying at all these places that I knew were below my skill set. But, like, how could I prove my skill set? And I didn't understand how to do it. Um, and yeah, I'll, I'll tell the story. Basically, I was in San Diego, just not doing much, kind of getting by. You know, it's after college. I'm doing like a catering gig, like just like not like just I was like, this isn't this can't be life. Like Daisy said, this can't be life, <laughs> you know. And um, no, um, actually, I broke up with my girlfriend and I was like, I just had to get out of town. Um, so I ran to I ran to L.A. Um, I was supposed to. I actually just work at Sprint with uh, one of my best friends. And um, that was the game plan. I, everything was working out. Uh, like um, he was like a, he was like a manager. I don't know what to call him up there, but you know, he had to, he had to pull up there. So I was like, you know what? I'll have some, you know, let me get this started. I'll make a couple dollars, see where it goes. Um, you know, everything's working out. And then um, all of a sudden I get a phone call. You know, I already did my interview. They were like, yeah, you pretty much have the job, whatever. And then I get a phone call like two days later. It's like, yeah, um, corporate call, we can't hire you. And I was like, well, can you explain why? She's yeah. like, no, they didn't give me much, but we can't hire you. So I'm already in LA at this point. Like yeah. I'm in the Valley, I'm in LA and I'm like, okay, I'm already here, already packed. I already was told parents by, like I was living at the house when I left San Diego still. And then I'm just like out in LA and like, I just like anyone else would do. I just start applying to places and, um, I was, I was, it was called, um, you know, somebody was like, Hey, you know what? Um, we're, we're working in with the Hills. And I was like, okay. Um, you know, they didn't say a bunch. Uh, so I went there. I was just like, all right, cool. Let's see. Let's check this out. They're doing finance. I mean, I was probably going to be like, um, you know, I'll probably work with phones or something for finance. And then I get to the interview and they're, you know, they're, you know, speaking more of my language. Like I get to be creative. I get to have some high stakes involved, which, you know, I'm also an Aries, like I'm ready, fire, aim. I like high stakes. I like rewards. I like, I like the glitz and glam. I like speed. Like I'm in there. I was getting all that thrown at me. And I was like, yes, like, let's do this. Like it fits. Um, and I realized like it was, it was more of being a business person than I would have to get you know, my licenses and things like that. And I was like, cool. All right, let's, you know, and the licenses, they allowed me to, to learn about the process. So it kind of like, I had to, for myself, justify to go into finance because I didn't have that background yet. So me getting the license is like, okay, I'm now, you know, justifiably um, in finance. So I just, I, I learned everything I could. All I did was literally go to, you know, Einstein's by myself and just understand 
the whole process. And once I got my license done, I just stayed, like I said, I just stayed in the book. I just stayed um, reading and just learning my craft because if, you know, I wanted this to be the rest of my life. So I, I really stuck to it and tried to grab the bull by the horns because I wasn't sure if I was going to get another chance to do this because I didn't know anything about the financial world when I first got in there. So I was going to make sure I did everything I could, everything I could to stay there. And that, and now 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 see this is this is very interesting because so you've gotten started you you've gone through this transition of you know entrepreneurship and you're now going into into the direction of building yourself as an entrepreneur mm-hmm. how did what what sparked your your mindset from the financial space where you're like oh you know what I can actually help businesses get funding I could I can raise capital because I remember I remember very very strongly you know this was probably 2013. Uh, 2012, 2013, you know, being able to kind of um, uh, uh, shadow you, so to speak, side by side in a, in, in a, in a few conversations and you were working, I don't know if this is, if, if I can bring this up at all, uh, you were working on a deal um, to, you were getting a, an entertainment group, you were getting them funding, you know, at that time for, for a large amount, I think of several, mi- uh, 40 million, something like that. If, if that, yeah. if it, it was, it was $40 million. It was $40 yeah. million. Um, wow. Um, so a big portion of what we did in the financial sector, and this is why I bring this up so much, is really we were a group of financial professionals, but really it was a lot of facilitation. Mm-hmm. It was it was most I want to I want to say it was more facilitation financial services, and I learned the process of saying, "Hey, understand the resources around you because your resources is gold. You know, you are an asset just having resources." And, um, you know, so I would get, you know, every once in a while, cause I kept, uh, and including people like yourself, I, I had a, a creative group around me and, uh, occasionally, uh, some of the people around me would, you know, say, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm not sure what to do with this. Um, but I know X, Y, Z and they, you know, they facilitate a meeting with me and, you know, I would listen with open, you know, open ears and see what they had to say. And, you know, seven out of 10 were probably you know, just kind of, you know, uh, just fishing for, you know, hey, this person I think is important. Please talk to them. I'm not sure what to say to them. That's like, fine. Hey, uh, please be in the meeting. So, it, you know, whatever happens in this meeting, at least you can learn a couple things. Because um, my gift is, you know, I could read a situation really quick and find an area of need or if I can find a, a resource for them. I'm pretty good at that. I it's a God-given skill that, like, I, you know, allows me to do podcasts now to kind of see even where a conversation should go. And it's the same, um, you know, wavelengths I use. And uh, one of my business partners who uh, was in, uh, he, he's in the entertainment, uh, he's in the entertainment space. And he, uh, he man, this guy, uh, you know, is now he's in the process of making movies himself. Um, kind of a low-budget skill. Um, but he's a, you know, comedian who was doing the same uh uh, past is like Pauly Shores and uh, Daniel Tosh and um, you know DC Curry, um, you know all those guys, like like some prominent guys. Um, and he brought over this this group to me, and they were they were literally like this this young twenties, just like power think group that all had like they were like the um, what's it called uh, they were like the Captain Planet of entertainment. Like one was really good at engineering. You know, one was really good at radio. One was really good at uh, like uh, technology. Like it was this super power group, 
Gotcha. And, you know, because I, and I was surprised when I met them because, um, you know, a, a lot of what this guy uh, kind of introduced me to was, is, you know, it didn't work out a lot of times. So, you know, it's like, okay, who's these people, you know? Um, At first, you didn't take that meeting very, very seriously in a, yeah. in a sense, not realizing the, the quality, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. I had that meeting, though, and I was like, all right, my life is forever changed because of this. I knew right after the meeting and the meeting was, I don't know, maybe, you know, we, we, we could just talk forever. Cause it's just the ideas I could tell are flowing. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was probably a meeting for like an hour and a half, but I knew my life was going to be forever changed from that point. Um, you know, I'll speed through it. Um, I ended up working mostly with the radio guy and uh, they kind of branched off, on, you know, some things, uh, you know, there wasn't really a leader, but they all kind of wanted to lead. And just that, that group didn't work out as a whole. Who cares? Um, I ended up working with the radio guy, um, and he wanted to start um, basically a, a music management uh, firm, which was basically like like a I won't I won't call it grassroots, but basically like a like a um, like a mini Viacom. <laughs> okay. And I'm okay. and I'm gung ho as heck. I'm like, all right, well, you know, at first I'm just like really just helping them do their essentials, making sure they have, um, you know, different types of insurances and um, different protections. Um, so if they were to get money, you know, it would be protected, making sure they're in the right uh, avenues to do that. And then all of a sudden they're like, yo, I mean, um, can you help us get funding? I'm like, I mean, I can. It, it, at that point, like I would, you know, I knew some resources, but nothing amount of the amounts that they needed. And um, wow. What was the, what was the first initial when they say we needed funding? Did they, did they tell you at that point, you know, we needed X amount of dollars at that point in time, but what was your thought process? Like when that first time you got introduced to the concept of you can help or a business need your help to create funding. Yeah. So the process was, okay, I will help them once they have the funding. That's how it started. And I'd help them, you know, facilitate a situation that would protect the investment they got and all of a sudden resources evaporated and i would know oh well you're doing all this well can you help us to get the funding too and i'm like oh i mean it was it, it wasn't a no for me it was like if that's not my world yet but that's when it comes with the power of facilitation gotcha. is i was like all right let me use my resources and see what i can do um and because to be honest i wanted to be more in the creative space when it comes to when it came to money management, I wanted to do things that were like, oops, sorry, what that were more like advanced business uh, management type stuff. So, yeah. so this was like my chance to do it. Now, a lot of people weren't happy that I was doing it, um, but at the same time, you know, I to, to make your own self happy, you got to do things that are up your alley. And mm -hmm. at that time, I was I was putting in a lot of work and wasn't getting reciprocated what I felt was my due um so you know it was that plus i got the opportunity that i didn't want to lose um so yeah we i gathered almost every resource i didn't know i had <laughs> and um no that process was was a lot of meetings you know but at the end of the day like we got something on paper um talking to the thing is, and we reached, we reached as far as we could. And then once we found a situation, uh, we did get, you know, we got the go ahead for the $40 million, which 
we had to say no to. <laughs> we had oh, that to is crazy. Okay, that. <laughs> so you guys worked up the 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 forty million dollar deal, and walked away from it. Interesting day. I mean, talk about all like, I mean, because my my effort towards um, you know basically just doing day to day finances kind of went out the window. Um, I was putting my effort in, in into entertainment management um, to you know funding broker and capital. Basically, I became basically yeah broker capital. I mean, I was going to get my percentage too, which was also a, a nice little carrot. Um, and um, yeah, that day happened, and just. Um, you know, being a facilitator um, sometimes puts you in positions that, you know, sometimes you're not first to yet, but when it comes to instincts, when it comes to uh, using your skills, your tr- uh, you know, your trade and just reading, I, I read the contract and it was $40 million. It was great. But what it would have cost us was basically our lives and it was, no, it was it was it was the percentage they wanted back and the time frames and the, the bank that was involved and where they were located and it it was like no 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 so everything of, was a lot of flags were coming up from just reading the contract and going yes. through a lot of that stuff so yes it was good money pretty money good deal right and it was like okay i had to look at the money and I was really first on, um, you know, the business plan mm-hmm. and um, the teams involved. And, you know, are these people, you know, there's a difference between a game plan and a concept. Right. And, you know, for our entrepreneurs out there, you know, when you're working with people, understand the difference between a business plan and a conceptual idea. A concept is, is looks great on paper. You know, you're going to see... You're going to see great names. You're going to see uh, great figures and uh, projections. A lot of times you're going to see projections, but if you're not understanding the, the process or you don't have the internal ops, and I, I talk about this a lot, and this is from my friend, uh, Constant B, which shout out Constant B. Uh, he's one of you know, my, my go-to business partners. But if your internal operations don't reflect uh, those projections, then it's, it's honestly just fluff. Right, right. Um, so I didn't feel as much as 40 million would have made my whole life. And, you know, you don't know what's going to happen from that. And that's enough to get people hurt. So, <laughs> you know, um, I, if you don't mind, if you don't mind, let's, let's yeah. talk for a quick second, because not a lot of people, you know, especially, you know, you're looking at this and you're jumping into this new space of getting uh, business funding, getting venture capital funding, you know, into a project and, you get a $40 million deal and you walk away and, you know, what kind of a mindset do you have to have to like really, wow. really think about that and like dial in and say, you know what? Yes, it's great money. I am, I'm going to go away from this because a lot of times entrepreneurs, we, we, we get, we're, we're drawn towards the shiny things, you know, mm-hmm. we're, we see the, we see the shiny stuff and we, we gravitate directly towards it. Um, especially in the beginning. And we just, we take everything that we've got that comes yeah. up to us. So, so talk to us about this, the mindset that you have to actually say no yeah. to a $40 million deal. What, what I'm blessed to, to have is um, the, the small group I was working with doing the entertainment stuff. We were very base-based. And um, what I mean by that is we, we all pray together. Um, we were very in tune spiritually. 
because we knew we were tackling probably a lot more than we could shoot. Mm -hmm. um, but we had the presence and, and um, you know, we had the presence to say, okay, that's okay. So we were, we were on the phone with, you know, some, some legends and um, some, some artists that are literally legendary in their teams that are legendary. And we were telling them what we wanted and how we wanted it. Um, and it was, it was an awesome experience to, from, from just some of those, the phone calls and the meetings that I had during that process, I'm now fearless on the phone. I'm now fearless in meetings. I'm now fearless when it comes to, um, you know, I'll, you know, it's never fun cold calling anybody. Don't get me wrong. But when it comes to sitting in front of millionaires or a billionaire firm, I'm not scared off by it. I mean, I've gotten kicked out of office too. You know, it's going to happen and you take your L, but you're like, holy crap, do you know where you are right now? <laughs> you know, and to be honest, that's cool too to me. I'm like, I, I think we're at home and I want to say we're at Sony's doors. And I was like, I got, you know, you know, in my head, I'm like, I got no business to speak here right now. <laughs> but like, no, like that's gone now. Like, you don't scare me anymore. So now that I, now that you don't scare me and there's no, there's no cloud over, you know, oh, there's no like, oh, you're just some glorious person. No, you're, you're a person. Right. So, it's an individual now. Yeah. So I had to read that contract as a person. As, as a person also trying to do business. And I was like, all right, now I know we've been killing meetings, but A, this is $40 million. What is, what is their, what is, what is their advantage to give us this money? Mm -hmm. I had to do it. I had to play sometimes. And, and uh, one of my other business partners, he tells me this all the time. I have to play devil's advocate with my own business yeah. for a good a month before I actually go with it because you will spend, honestly, um, you should spin when you start a conceptual idea or if you even have, you know, even if you have a business plan, once you think it's ironclad, you have to literally crush it. Everything negative that could happen to it. You have to try, you have to um, test it. You have to do everything and try to be like, Hey, let me make this not work. You have to find those holes before someone else does. And you don't want those other people to cost you your business because right. you didn't see some, if you didn't, if you don't plan out your internal operations and you don't understand how, you know, maybe you don't understand your return in, uh, internal operations, or you don't understand, you know, facilitation when it comes to um, accounting, whatever it is, you have to understand every part of your IO before you follow through on something. So I had to look at that contract, like how are we going to be, how are we the mark? Right. And I was like, I had to be like, to that, to that amount. Yes. Like somehow they're going to offer this, uh, offer us this money because they believe we are the mark. So how are we the market in what situation? So sometimes, Hey, when it comes to loans, naturally you are the mark unless you have the IO to overcome it. And you, and you really have an ironclad internal operations to make sure you return that money because you're literally borrowing you're borrowing in, in the, the chance that you will not pay this money back in a short enough time that makes the money work for both ways. This is what they're offering you. So if this money is going to cost us the rest of our lives, it's not something you want to do. That's not a good business deal. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of everything I put on the table. And I was like, okay, this is, you know, I felt like bad things were going to happen because of that money. <laughs> no, I, 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 that's, that's, that's a, it's a great foresight, you know, and that, 
in that regards. And so now you now you've gone through this uh, this this unshakable moment. Uh, there's a there's a CEO Penji, um, the CEO of Penji. Um, he he mentioned this. It's a it's a uh, it's a graphic design company, and he says they they yeah. celebrate the nose. They look forward to to a lot of the nose, and when it does hit them, it, it essentially allows them to position their business even stronger mm-hmm. in that sense. And so now you've taken this unshakable mentality mindset. And now you started going through this transition of uh, building different businesses and building, helping other businesses grow, getting them funding. And a, a big one that I was kind of excited about when I found out about this last year was your Netflix deal. Now I know you're mm-hmm. probably not going to be, you know, open to disclosing amounts and things like that. Um, it's still a pretty fresh deal to kind of uh, talk about. But how did you guys? How did you? How did you get through that process? What was that like? Because um, you you did this also via podcasting as well, right? Is that am I correct about that? Yeah, um, this is really cool. Um, so part of having, you know, just being yourself and facilitating is people. Like I said, people are going to actually call you as you know a resource. Um, I pride myself on being a good resource. Um, do I always have the answers? No, but I could definitely point you in the right direction. And this was a a phone call from an old friend. Um, and she called and said, I, I know these two veterans um, and they're in the process of making a movie. And I was like, you know, this sounds cool. Maybe I could point them in a direction. You know, I, I have some, you know, some connects I can do things with. And really, you know, I came back again to we need capital. Yeah. Uh, a lot of these, you know, a lot of these movies, I mean, meetings are in the day. We need money. We need funding. Help us get funding. And I was like, you know what? Um, you know, uh, you're, you know, you're, you're not a nonprofit, which would have been helpful, but they wanted to be for profit. And I kind of got where they were going from it. It made sense for what they were doing. Um, but I was like, Hey, you guys have, you guys have a following, like, let's do something with this following. So what we did was design, um, a brewery tour where we did, uh, we built a podcast about post-traumatic stress disorder. They were, um, they were about post-traumatic stress disorder. One was, uh, one was military, the other one was a civilian. They're two brothers, and they both had it um, in different walks of life. Um, but the basically, they're trying to make a show that reflected, that told a story of PTSD in a way that's not military. I think a lot of people, well, too many times, I'll say it, too many times people reflect PTSD with, oh, you're military. You know, mm-hmm. oh, you're, no, and it's like, you know, you could have uh, a car accident, a bad, you know, sexual experience, a bad, you know, all those situations cause PTSD. Um, and they wanted to tell that story. And, and, you know, I was like, Hey, let's use your following. These are people who, um, you know, half military, half not have people who are just interested. And we did this brewery tour where we talked about different topics when it came to PTSD and current events. And we went around San Diego, um, and the craft beer is really big here. Um, I know it's, it's growing, you know, all along California here. Um, that's where we're at. Um, but we took advantage of that. And to be honest, we just made phone calls. Um, one of the, the, the brothers who, who's uh, the main partner, uh, he worked in a bar. So we had bar contacts. So it was like, Hey, let's make this work. Um, and they were, they were, they were more than happy to offer us a size of room. We did to set up there and we had a, a good amount of shows. We built up you know, a good, uh, uh, even more following, you know, they had t- you know, shirts. They, we did what's called a, oh man, I want to call it, say it's called a, a poker run. So are you familiar with poker run? What is, what, no, 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 no. Enlighten me. What is that? 
So a poker run is we went to um, five different bars, okay? And at every one of those bars, you get a card. So after the five bars, you now have a hand, right? So you go to the last bar, you see who has the best hand, and that best hand takes the, the raffle. So it was really fun. Yeah, so it was really fun. <laughs> Plus, like, you know, a lot of them, um, it, you know, a lot of them, uh, they rode motorcycles, so everyone jumped on their bikes, and it was like a, it was like a convoy of uh, motorcycles. Really cool. One of the, my favorite things I've ever been a part of. And, um, you know, on the other hand, um, you know, the winner took it. And, of course, you know, they're super gracious. So they gave the money back to the to uh, the uh, to the to the business. And um, now that show is um, uh, it's accepted. I, I, I'm not sure what they're calling it yet, um, but uh, definitely one of the most talented players is actually one of the brothers. So, um, like I said, just facilitating and, and being fearless, calling people and, you know, being OK, asking for. I wouldn't even call it a handout. I was just like, hey, you know what? Like, we're gonna. We would love to use a room in your in your brewery or your bar. For that, we're bringing in a lot of traffic. Let's make this work. Like, you know, and if you if you if there's pros, basically, if it's a mutual situation, you can just open up the floodgates. Whether it's uh, a you know facility, a room, or just people in general, like make it work both sides and be fearless when you ask. Like, I'm working with you know graphic designers right now for my own personal stuff and just other different artists for, you know, web design and marketing. But the situation is always mutual. I make sure that we either get their names out there or they get a percentage. Like, let's make this work both ways. And, you know, when you have those situations, the situation for people. Exactly. Especially when capital is low, mm-hmm. you know, offer them a little bit. I mean, that's, that's, you know, that handshake agreement and uh, make sure, I'm sorry, not handshake agreement. Make sure things should be on paper. Get them on paper. Make contracts. It's so important because hey, everyone's friends when things start out. But when you know, it's like six months, a year, two years down, you know, whatever it is. You know, the difference between that first month when everyone's happy and excited, but six months when oh, all of a sudden the money is here. Mm-hmm. Get things on paper, please, yeah. for your for everyone's sake, so you don't have to lose friends in the process. You don't want to do that. It, it happens more than more than more than a lot a lot lot. it it definitely it definitely does happen quite quite often and and so so it's it's really great it's kind of seeing this process and this transition that you've you've built yourself with you know being able to get you know facilitate Mm -hmm. capital from ventures and in in different businesses and now now your your heart though your your true heart is is really you know uh, working with nonprofit organizations and really helping them. Let's talk about that for a second. Um, you know, what do you what are you doing with nonprofit organizations right now? So um, I have a group called Story of the Donation, which is basically my business. Um, and essentially, I, I saw a situation where you know I did go to K through twelve. I went to a private school, and I noticed that you know a lot of the you know when it comes to K through twelve, when it comes to high schools in general. You have to do a certain amount of community service. Um, you know, it's, it looks good for colleges, things like that. Um, I'm not sure if every school makes you do a certain amount, um, but I know the prep schools um, usually do. Yeah. Um, so, and I, I know a lot of kids that go to schools that, you know, math and science isn't for them. Um, you know, they, they have a lot of skills, but those skills aren't necessarily um, the subjects that are in school. You know, and it's helpful if you maybe like acting, you get to act 
it's helpful if you like being an athlete and you get to you know play a sport but what about those kids who you know like cars like animals like you know whatever your 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 need is i mean not your need but your um your passion is and i was like yeah i wanted to do something that um students could really put their 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 passion in so when they go to school they're happy to go um and i thought the best way to do that was through the community service so what we we we, uh designed myself and just some really wonderful people that are around me is we actually uh, help design nonprofits um from basically from concept from literally like what are you know what makes you tick you know what are your strong suits what are you as a student as a person as a human being you know what are your what are your powers what do you enjoy doing that makes you tick and you know for some people like i said there's just different needs but it allows you to be passionate and start to open up you know what are my whys you know why do i like being who i am and what am i passionate about so they can open up that part of their brain too and that allows them to be you know you're you're more likely to do um statistics it has to do with your own personal business right you're more likely to do um you know a simple let's call it like a, i don't know i'm throwing it out there like a, a chemistry experiment experiment and maybe you're testing your own product you know it's and all that you know gets to play too and um actually I knew a couple of Google ad professionals and basically what Google does is it takes a lot of, to format it and you have to format it correctly under their uh, certifications. But Google actually offers $10,000 a month to nonprofits that they um, approve. So we get uh, all these students in K through 12 approved for the nonprofit, which allows them to have not only a thriving business for students, but also that, you know, we always, always families involved. We want to make sure, Hey, this is something. And no, I do work with K through 12s. So being that I work with K through 12s, you know, this is something that, you know, the, the parents can also have a write-off through their nonprofit too, um, for something that the kid cares about, something they can do on a, on a long-term scale that the, the, uh, the student can take with them, uh, you know, as, as well as the family, as long as they'd like to carry on with it, with, you know, backed funding that allows the, the nonprofit to thrive. So this has been a great project. Um, we are working, um, no, I mean, I had uh, uh, my main school involved that we're really running the program. And it was kind of, you know, we were um, on, a, on a great path uh, and we were talking to three other schools. And that's right when the, uh, the pandemic hit, of course. Um, so, no, I mean, we are, you know, we're adjusting. I mean, I'm on Zoom right now with, with you, Patrick. So, I mean, it's not like we're not cut out for it, but I know schools, they're still scrambling. I, I understand. Um, they're trying to figure out. Ready for the, uh, for the transition yet. Um, right. Still not even ready to take on this level of digital transition yet. Right. It's a lot. And, you know, they really had to shift everything. I mean, this has been a crazy year. So, I mean, and it caught everybody a little by surprise. I remember, um, you know, we were supposed to, I, oh, it was around like March 17th ish, 18th, 20th. And you're like, oh, yeah, we'll be back campus, like, you know, three weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know. And now it's December and, um, you know, I got to be back on campus literally yesterday. So, and that's literally, it's, it's very secluded for things. There's protocols and things like that. And so it's, it's still more advantageous to do it online, but, um, we're, I'm, I'm doing the best I can to work with these schools to be prepped for, you know, hopefully we do this all in as, as a curriculum 
in 2021, um, by making sure I'm making that transition as comfortable as possible and whatever capacity that I can um, facilitate situations within the schools with technology. Nice, nice. I mean, this is this is definitely a full a full circle journey that we, we were just kind of looking in regards to, and uh, you know, as far as as far as being able to to have people connect with you on this on this mission now that you're going through and and being able to build with the nonprofit, you know, going into 2021. Um, how do how how can people connect with you on that? Storyofthedonation.com. Um, you can go there. Uh, you can check out the site. It's got a quick fill in in there. It's a very simple site um, because most of our traffic, like I said, is from students that you know are as young as you know third grade. So we want them to easily be able to get to that site, use it, ask me a question, mm-hmm. um, and we made that very very suitable for people as young as that. Um, it wasn't you know we don't want to confuse our third graders. Mm-hmm. Um, we also want them to get used to the process of you know having simple fill-outs and getting that done. Um, my team, you'll see, um, you know, they'll get on it, I'll get on it, they'll send me the message. Um, and we, we usually get back to people pretty quick. Or if you're just, uh, if you're in the process of making courses, course design, uh, graphic designers, anyone who likes uh, facilitation of, you know, sites or anything like that, we're always open. Um, we are trying to expand to LA as well as, I mean, I'm in San Diego. Um, and right now we're basically, if you guys know the terrain of, of uh, California, San Diego, uh, Southern California. We're basically working um, the coast of the five right now. A lot of schools that we're working with are, are generally off the five going up there and a lot of K through 12s up there. Um, okay. So you kind of know kind of what we're, we're at. Um, but it's been a process, man. Um, I, I love the story of the nation. It's, it's definitely, um, it's probably one of my three long-term projects and we're excited about that. It allows me not only to facilitate, but Kids get to, kids get their hands in graphic design too. They get their hands into learning the process of web design and just um, you know building that own um, education for themselves that they can take with them, and that might become their career. So we're excited about that process too, as they have a business that um, not only the student but the parent could take with them for however long they want to you know go with the process. So it's really really fun. Now I can I can I can truly see how excited it is for yourself just from how from how your face lights up when you when you talk about this project now that you're working on versus you know the bigger the other stuff that you've done in the past of working with businesses and and how much it lights you up so it's it's really cool um, I get excited when I know that they they're you can tell they're in their passion like you can tell they're in the they're doing what they enjoy what they love doing. And I can kind of see that, you know, within yourself. So, I mean, if there's, if there's a, you know, as a, as a, as a wrap up, like thought process that you want to be able to, you know, impact to the, the listeners, you know, be it from the funding perspective or just overall, you know, what would be, what would be some, some final thoughts that you want to, you know, impact the individuals, uh, the listeners with? Um, you're as smart as the people around. I know I don't consider myself quote unquote an expert in any one or two things. But I'm relentless when it comes to gathering the right people to make things work. And I'm relentless when it comes to um, process. Um, I think process is everything. Um, And if you can't come up with a process, work with someone who can create that process for you. Don't waste time on things that make you less efficient. Be good at what you're good at and outsource the rest of it and facilitate the parts you need to get around you. 
because the more efficient you are, the better and the more quality you're going to get from it. Like you don't need to be an expert to be seen as one, you know, be, be the person who can put their proper teams together. I mean, in, in sports, they call them general managers, general managers. A lot of times aren't the best players necessarily. They can put the best team together. And at the end of the day, they still get a championship ring and make a lot of money. So it's like, you know, be the best you can be at what you're good at. And like I said, if you don't have, you know, you might not be, you know, I'm, you know, I wouldn't consider myself the best at a lot of things, but I can put a team together. I can make things happen. I can make things move. And hey, $40 million says I can do something. So <laughs> I'm, I'm excited that, you know, I get to, um, you know, be, 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 yeah, being part of the DT podcast, I get to use an element of, of skills that I can, you know, throw at people and ask questions because, hey, I've, I've had to restart. Mm-hmm three, four times. And it's not fun. And I get your guys' struggle. Um, no, I mean, I've, oh, I mean, I've worked with Delta, Delta Airlines. I've worked with, you know, like, you know, when it's like, oh, you always say, oh, I should be in this room. You know, Sony, Sony Music, Delta Airlines. Like, I'm in rooms that I didn't think I was going to end up in because I can facilitate. You know, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I am. Don't get me wrong, I am. But I'm not, <laughs> but you know, I'm still me. And I, I'm still, hey, I use my brain, my skills set uh, to maximize the potential in situations. That's honestly what I do. And I try to be the best at that. I would, I would honestly, I would honestly, you know, really say that you are a great facilitator in the sense of putting, putting pieces to the puzzle together and, and really bringing people together for, for knowing you as long as I've known you. And, and that's something that I know definitely I can comfortably say that is a great skill set of yours that you do, you do definitely have. And this closing line that you actually, you know, mentioned, be good at what you're good at and outsource the rest. I like that. I, 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 you know, from every, from every speak, every guest, I like taking in, you know, a few things from them uh, and really learning a lot from what you've already kind of mentioned. So I definitely, you know, of course, not just you being a co-host of the show as well, but, you know, just this really uh, in-depth conversation for, you know, our guests, uh, for our, our audience to really get to know you a little bit more. Uh, it, it's very, very enlightening and uh, really, really appreciate, appreciate this opportunity. Andy, I, I appreciate this time. you really kind of taking and breaking some of these things down. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, I'm looking, looking forward to a little bit more of what we've got to do together going on over the next you know, several years of yeah. helping people transition through this startup or restart process. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited, man. No, I mean, I'm excited for, oh, there's, oh man, there's a lot of products on the table, even working with yourself, with the DT podcast. Um, there's some cool things to be on the lookout. And I, I'm glad that, you know, this community is here so I can share, like, I definitely want to share, you know, um, you know, how things are going with me and just say, hey, you know, there's going to be opportunities for some of you guys who are part of the community and who have skill sets, you know, when things do jump up, you know, I'm you know constantly facilitating as I'm sure you are, Patrick. And hey, if you guys are part of the community, we want the community to um, as much be a resource center as anything else. But please, you know, have some humble brags on there. Let's enjoy the process. We want to be there for your failures, too. If you're just struggling, um, you just, you know, you got a you know, heartbreaking situation, let us know, too. 
um, this community is for all that. We're we're only looking for each other. We get our each other. We get each other because sometimes it is a lonely road. So don't think you're ever alone. You guys have questions, please let us know. Uh, but yeah, man, we're we're excited. Like things are happening. It's almost Christmas time, and I know that's it's a tough time for a lot of people. But hey, if you guys want to express your pains on here, and we can have a you know we're we're thinking about doing a Christmas episode. Let us know if there's things you guys want to see or do. Um, but we got some plans too. Um, again, um, I'm kind of talking back to my host talk, but I'm excited, man. This has been really cool. I haven't told, you know, my, my story in a little bit. So thank you for, uh, letting me be part of, I don't know if this is part of season one or, uh, if this is still going to season one, definitely. Sweet. So I get to, I get to throw my cat in there, (laughs) but no, thank you for the, the origin story, man. It's been a while since I told the story. Um, and yeah, man, it's, it's, it's been a journey, but the journey is fun, and I respect the journey, and I respect, hey, just working with people like you, it makes it makes life go a lot easier. So I appreciate you too, Patrick. Oh, no, much, much, much appreciated, much appreciated. So from from myself and NDL, folks, thank you again for for taking this journey with us and and going through another episode of the DT podcast with us. We're looking forward to sharing a lot more greatness with you and sharing your greatness as well as we head over the next several episodes. Uh, so for myself, Mr. Andy O, you guys have a great night, great day, wherever you are. Yeah.